0: Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls. It is officially 8.01. Friday, July 21st, this is the Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Morning Show powered by Motor City, 1111 North University in Lafayette. Also the official restaurant of the Morning Show. That is Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. Go and check them out today for lunch, maybe for dinner tonight. Maybe check them out this weekend if you're in Lafayette, the original location on Ducey If you're around Youngsville, you live in that fancy area, you can go and uh, check them out on Shemmetery. Both locations are amazing, and you can check out their uh, uh, menu at mandez'sgrill.com. What are we going to get into today? Well, got our winners. For Spank the Monkey tomorrow night over at Rock and Bowl at the Lafayette. I will announce that. Also, our question of the day today, what's in the, the picture? That's coming up. Got to share a photo with you. In fact, I already shared it. If you want to see it, go to our Planet Radio Facebook page. It is a Acadia Parish football picture from 1986 in Boyd's Classic. Mark, what's up, man? Good morning, Isabel. Hey, Carl, what's happening? Got the live video going on now on our Planet Radio Facebook page as well. So, if you want to see me inside of the Chris Logan Media Studio, you want to comment, you want to interact, you can do it that way. Can't see who's watching, but I can see you if you comment. Boy, that picture is so awesome, man. We'll we'll get to it in, in minutes. The National Weather Service, they bake some cookies on a dashboard. Got an uh uh-uh story, a Burger King manager served fries out of the trash. What What are you doing? And would you pay by palm? Would you use your palm to make a payment? Amazon is making that happen. Also, cocaine sharks. How to never forget a name. What about this? A reading from the Book of Random. If the average male never shaved in his entire life, how long would his beard be on the day he died? Also, there's another TikTok trend. I hope you kids are not taking part in this. Make sure they're not. And also,
1: what makes us happiest? That's coming up, too. And we might have a couple other little things, depending on the time.
0: Well, we got to first and foremost announce our winner, Spank the Monkey. Tomorrow night, Rock and Bowl to Lafayette. We have 10 VIP passes to give away. We'll get you and a friend, you and mama, you and whoever in the door for free. Also, going to get you up in the Planet Radio VIP hospitality suite. We're going to have some free food, some free non alcoholic beverages. They will have some alcoholic beverages available to buy if you want to uh, have a couple responsibly right Brent what's up good morning Celestine good morning so the winners have them right here drew them before we went on the air congrats to Paul Stott, Donna Everett, Cammie Young, Nicole Lopez, Heather Landry, Brian Vollmer, Lori Miller, Justin Holmes, Lance Dore and Bonnie Pontiff those are the 10 winners joining us in the VIP hospitality suite Tomorrow night, for Spank the Monkey, Rock and to the Lafayette. Now tickets are available. You can buy them on the website, Rock and Bowl's website, or you can get them at the door Saturday night. It's gonna be a fun time. I haven't seen Spank and Heath and them. Uh, probably since the Rice Festival last year, I talked to him yesterday. It's like, hey, dude you you come hang out with us for a while? He said, like, yeah. So uh, Heath and the guys in Spank, they'll come hang out in the hospitality. Uh, sweet for a bit and we'll watch a rocking show but tickets are available if you want them if you want to buy them beforehand before tomorrow night you can do so so question today what's in the picture what drink is in this picture and it's a, a picture and a question the picture i see bonnie commented yay cool i'll see you tomorrow night bonnie <laughs> Angel says one day i'll win something It'll happen. Just keep trying. And by the way, man, we got 95 people signed up uh, for that contest with Spank. That was awesome. Thank you so much for that. You know, I've been part of big 100,000 watt stations, and I haven't seen that many people signed up for contests. haven't seen that many people participating in our contest. We got a lot of participation in in the little, well, I'm going to say in a little bit of contest that we've done over the past few months that we've been on the air. And it's been so great. Thank you for that. But the pitcher, it's an old school orange Tupperware pitcher. You know, if you Gen X or older, you know, maybe an elder millennial, you know what I'm talking about. The one that had the lid on there. It had also had the orange little uh, button on the top that you had to hit to release it, release the suction. That way, you wanted to put more Kool-Aid, more orange juice. Wanted to put more lemonade. You Just wanted to put more water in there. Mama wanted to make some more. Wanted to make some more root beer. She had to undo that that Tupperware lid and take it off of that orange pitcher. So, so many answers, man. So many answers. Uh, this is on my personal page and on the planet page. Patricia says lemonade because it's hot. John says Kool Aid for me. My family didn't do root beer. <gasps> This is the first I'm hearing of it, and I'm quite surprised. So a lot of the answers root beer. And my grandma made it from the root beer extract. They had the Zatarans bottle, and I'm not. they, They may have had another brand back in the day as well. But it was just a small bottle, and they still have it at the store. Small bottle of root beer concentrate, root beer extract. I don't know what they call it. But that's what Mama would make. She'd make the, the root beer. Uh, and, and that's what Kelly says. Root beer from concentrate in like five cups of sugar. Mike says we either had Kool-Aid or water in there. <laughs> Danielle Zatarain's root beer. Brandon says red Kool-Aid. Paul says Tang. Dude, and the, 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 I, I feel that the Tang now, Bonnie says the same thing. The Tang now doesn't quite taste the same as the Tang back in the 80s. Probably because of sugar. Probably had a little more sugar for us back in the day. But, dude, some, some Tang, God,
1: that was, that was so good. It, and it doesn't taste the same now. Marsha says fruit punch or lemonade.
0: Uh, Carl says one day mom put old cooking oil in that, and I thought it was tea. Dude, uh-uh. Reggie says Tang. Uh, Paula says root beer. Teddy says Kool-Aid or Zatarain's root beer. TJ says charcoalberry fin Kool-Aid. Mary says that's great Kool-Aid or that super sweet tea. David, Mama's root beer with way too much sugar. Casey, definitely homemade root beer. Uh, Priscilla, Kool-Aid or Tex Joy Root Beer. That's the other brand. Text Joy. Thank you, Priscilla. There was Zataran's, which, which I think that's the brand you can still get. Or Joy. That was the other one. Uh, Mark says great Kool-Aid. Carl says Zataran's root beer. Uh, Steven says orange juice from concentrate. And that's another one too, because you know, back in the 80s, and, and maybe a little bit later, a little before, you, know, you had the you didn't have as much selection when it came to orange juice, right? You didn't have all the fancy pulp, no pulp, some pulp, two pulps. This brand, that brand, the other brand. You know, we had Sunny D, but that, you know, that was that was one thing. But a lot of times, if you wanted orange juice back in the day, your mama made that from the from the frozen concentrate. She unwrapped that little container that you got in the freezer section. You put that in that Tupperware pitcher, and you made some delicious orange juice. Sean says Kool-Aid uh, and also root beer. But those are the answers that I thought. We were going to get that classic orange Tupperware pitcher from back in the day, dude. Uh, Casey says definitely homemade root beer. On shell says sweet tea. Ian says I take it back, root beer. So good too. Like uh, my grandma still to this day has a pitcher of root beer in her refrigerator all the time. And I'm lucky, man. My uh, my my grandparents are in their 90s. You know, still still up and at them. And my grandma's still making that, that homemade root beer, dude. Still still good, as I remember from uh, from being a kid. So it's 8.10. You're listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. If you're watching along this morning, I'm going to pull a photo up on the screen. If you're not watching this morning and you want to see this photo, if you haven't seen it, it was circulating Facebook yesterday. It is a picture from Acadia Parish from 1986. I, I think this was either a photo that was for the Acadia Parish Sheriff's Office calendar. It might have been for, I don't know, maybe a an Acadia Parish football program. It may have been for, let's see, I'm going to pull it up. It may have been for, I don't know, the newspaper. may have been something promoting the upcoming... High school football season, but this was from back in 1986, boy, so classic. Look at that thing. Now, I live in Acadia Parish, right? I'm coming to you right now live from Acadia Parish, the Chris Logan Media Studios in Church Point. There is a photo of an Acadia Parish Sheriff's Unit. Boy, it's a square-body Ford Crown Victoria. Got those bomb hubcaps on it. That's when Acadia Parish had the brown and white color. So the bottom of the unit was brown. And the hood and the top and the trunk, that area was white. And there's this big sheriff. Doesn't even look like a decal, man. They probably painted that on back in the day. But then you have the high schools of Acadia Parish. Crowley, Rain, Notre Dame, Iota, and Church Point. Look, the only thing that offends me in this picture right here, doesn't offend me at all. Except that they only have one Church Point High School football player. That's it. They got one Church Point High player and one IOTA player. What, We wasn't good enough for you to get two of us? Like everybody else? <laughs> and that is a joke. Like, I'm not really offended. That's a joke. But, so, it, it, and, and it's, it, it's in this wooded area. There is a player from Crowley sitting on the hood, and he got a uh, shotgun in his hand. There is a player from Rain also sitting on the hood. He has a shotgun. It looks like a sawed off shotgun. Uh, there's another linebacker in the back of the vehicle. How can I tell he's a linebacker because he got that neck uh, like that that neck brace, that neck pad on. And he just looks mean too. Uh, then on top of the vehicle. They got a player from Notre Dame, also the player from Church Point. Not sure who the player from Church Point is. So 86 was a little before my time. I graduated Church Point High School in '93. Uh, so I, I came in. My freshman year was 89. But if I had to guess, man, it looks like one of those bootys. He had a lot of buoys uh that, that played back in, in the day. It's kind of that's maybe who it looks like. I'm not sure. And there's like another player from Crowley, the, the door is open to the, the sheriff's unit, and he has a shotgun in his hand. There's another Notre Dame player kneeling down. He has a bullhorn, and in the back of the vehicle, the IOTA player is on a knee, and he has a pistol, and he's pointing that right at the person taking the picture. So awesome, man. So awesome. That comes from a Facebook account, Louisiana High School Sports, and I don't think like it is officially – it officially has anything to do with high school sports in Louisiana. Probably just, you know, one of these, um, you know, off sports. I don't know. I don't even know. Like, um, it's probably a group of people that enjoys doing sports and nowadays social media, podcasting, all that stuff, gives them an an opportunity to, to, to do all that. Michelle says my uncle is in that pick. That's awesome. 1986. This was, uh, according to the Louisiana High School Sports Facebook page, says preseason standouts. So this was to promote the upcoming season. And you know, another thing from back in the day as well, I want to see if you agree with me on this. Back in the day, when you were in high school, why did it look like you were in college? It looked like you could have had like two kids. It looked like you were married with two kids if you were a senior in 1984, 1985. Okay? And, and this looks the same. Like the guy from Rain, number 53, sitting on the hood with a shot off, sawed-off shotgun, he looks like he's about 28 and maybe has a kid or two. But that's what it was. And then the guy kneeling for IOTA, he also looks the same, too. Looks, looks, he looks old. But that's, that's how it was back in the day. Nowadays, and maybe it's, it's because we're the older ones looking back, but, dude, high school seniors look like they're 10. Michelle says, 53 is my uncle. That dude's gangster,
1: gangsta. Huh?
0: Got the, he said, give me the sawed-off shotgun. I'm sitting on the hood. I want the sawed-off shotgun. But it was, it was different in the 80s, man. Try that in a, in a small town, right? <laughs> try, try that in a small town. You know, I remember going to high school. They had people who drove their vehicles to high school, and they had shotguns in them, in the, in the back. They had a gun rack. But, but it didn't cross anyone's mind to take them down and bring them in and do anything uh, bad with them. Casey says they were just built different in the 80s and 90s. It's true. But, boy, you know, looking at that old school pick, and that's from 1986. You know, it just kind of reminds me of, like, old school high school. Bonfires. At homecoming time, you'd have uh, what they would uh, have, bonfires. You would destroy some old vehicle with some sledgehammers. Like all the seniors would do that back in the day. That probably happened our freshman and maybe sophomore year, like 89, 90. And then all that that tradition just kind of went away. Not much school spirit anymore. And I definitely know that we would not see a photo like that (laughs) anywhere, anywhere to promote the upcoming high school 2023 football season. But it did happen back. In 1986. Yeah, and there's there's some comments here, the great 80s. Um looks like that guy Phil, he did comment. That's number 53, 55. Uh, so that photo has been circulating. Brent says, Yep, they would go hunting, then go to school. Yes. Hit the hit the uh the pond, go duck hunting in the morning. Maybe shoot some rabbits. That might have still been in the back of the vehicle. Then they then they went skin them after uh they got off of school. You know, it was a way of life, right? A way of life that's that was easier, simpler, and you don't see much anymore. But that's what it was. And uh, you can see that photo. I have it on. I, I share the Louisiana high school football uh, photo on our Planet Radio Facebook page if you want to check it out. <laughs> also saw this. By the way, it's 818, 82 degrees, listening to Planet Radio 106.7. This is the Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show. The National Weather Service in Midland baked
1: some cookies on their dashboard day before yesterday. And let's see, this uh, looks like the timestamp is 4:30. They say it's currently about 105
0: outside after about a, after about four and a half hours and nearly 190 degree dashboard heat. We have mostly baked cookies, even though ours were not golden brown. This heat is incredibly dangerous to anyone left in a hot car. 194 degrees on the dashboard. So the cookies weren't a hard golden brown, but, but I, I would have still laid them. Because I don't like a crunchy cookie. I, I'll, I'd rather uh, a soft, almost baked cookie. Those are good, and now I'm getting hungry. But they did it. They baked some cookies on the dashboard. Kind of like the old lady I told you about last week. She baked some bread in her mailbox. Huh? Y'all come over, baked a little bread, did something a little different today. Put it in the mailbox, wondering if it was going to bake, and it did. Looks real nice. Got some butter. Y'all come over. Because you know she invited people to go over and eat it. You know she did. They might add some coffee, too. She made made something else. She probably had supper to go along with that bread. Uh, An uh uh-uh story before we take a quick break this morning.
1: A Burger King manager served fries out of the trash. Come on. An assistant manager
0: at a Burger King in South Carolina facing up to 20, Years in prison for allegedly serving French fries out of the garbage. 20 years in prison. Two Sundays ago, police responded to a call at Burger King in Union, South Carolina. When they got there, two customers were screaming at a 39-year-old worker named Jamie Major. And initially, they got arrested for disorderly conduct. But then police got the full story and they arrested Jamie instead. It turned out the two women saw Jamie take old fries out of the trash, dump them in a container, put fresh fries on top. It's not clear if the fries were for them or if the fries were for someone else. But nonetheless, not the thing to do. Police arrested Jamie for malicious tampering with food, which is a felony. And if a judge throws the book at Jamie, she could get 20 years in prison for it. Burger King fired her and released a statement saying the allegations, quote, do not align with the brand's commitment to quality food and service. I I hope not. And dude, Jamie looks like a she looks like a, a, a regular old person, man. I was waiting to see. I'm looking at the mugshot now. And I was waiting to see this messed up picture, but it's not. Jamie Jamie looks normal. Hate to stereotype her, but Jamie looks normal. She might have been having a bad day, but nonetheless, no reason to take some fries out of the trash, put them in with uh, the fresh fries, mix them up, add, add some more salt and serve them. No way. Does that kind of go, like, is that in the back of your mind sometimes whenever you visit, you know, restaurants? Maybe you're peeking back there, dude. What are they doing to my food? Everything okay? Everything sanitary? They got gloves on? You now, sometimes you go to these restaurants and they have gloves on. But, you know, what, what some people fail to realize is that the gloves are to protect the consumers and the customer. The gloves are not to protect you. So you don't really want to make a burger, play on your phone, go to the cash register, Give people cash back. Keep those same gloves on. Go back and then make another sandwich. That's, uh, that's a no-no. Gloves are not to protect you. Gloves are to protect the people that you are serving. But that happens sometimes. Is it me that just catches that? Like, uh, what would you like to order today? Nothing. I, uh, I'm, I'm not hungry. I, I came to the wrong spot. See you. So we got to take a quick break. It's 823. Only going to take a three-minute break. Then we're coming back with the second half of our power hour. Would you pay by palm? Amazon
1: has that technology. Pay by palm. Yes, the palm of your hand. Cocaine sharks.
0: Wind power coming to the Gulf of Mexico. How to never forget a name. Also, this reading from the Book of Random, if the average male never shaved in his entire life, his beard would be how long the day he died. Also got another TikTok trend. This one is no bueno. I hope no one or your, your kids are not doing this TikTok trend at all. So that and more coming up the second half of the Power Hour brought to you by Motor City and Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. We're coming back. Planet
1: Radio (laughs) 106.7.
0: John says, but the trash bag was clean. Might have been just a fresh, might have been a fresh trash bag. It it may have been. (laughs) Isabel, if you're a Karen or Kevin, that's probably what you get. Come on. Get fries from the trash. Um. Brent says the movie Waiting probably made people a lot nicer when dealing with people who handle food. Yeah, I mean you got to be nice. You don't want to be you don't want to be mean to them because they hold everything in the in the palm of their hand, literally. Uh, Blake says ten minute cookies. So I guess I uh, I guess Blake's kind of like me, uh, talking about about cookies and the National Weather Service in Midland that bake cookies on their dashboard. They say they wasn't quite you know, golden brown, but they were done enough. And that's how I like cookies. Blake says moist. I'm not a big fan of that word moist, but he says 10 minutes for the cookies and then you cool down for 20 minutes. So you let them cool down longer than you throw them in the oven. And dude, uh, maybe, maybe I don't know, you just tuned it into the live. We're in a commercial break here on the radio. Uh, this was the picture we were talking about. Woohoo from back in 1986. How classic is that? That Acadia Parish police unit, though. That's that's almost just as great as um as everything else going on in the pick. This was to promote the upcoming football season in Acadia Parish. Crowley, Rain, Notre Dame, Church Point, and Iota. Look, dude, got that shot off, sawed off shotgun. Like, what what y'all want? Like, who wanted to play any team from Acadia Parish after that came out? (laughs) But, you know, back in 86, if you didn't get the the newspaper, you didn't know about that. You know, it's not like social media today where it would have a chance to go viral. If you didn't get the newspaper where they put that in there, then you you just didn't see it. Imagine being on the football field with those dudes. Man, you saw our our preseason picture? Uh Uh-uh. Gangsta awesome but i remember that growing up in acadia parish those old brown acadia parish uh police units awesome awesome what else we got casey people built different in the 80s and 90s yep tang homemade root beer talking about oh ian says cherry kool-aid pretty good all right we're coming back uh see 15
1: seconds hang on So we're back inside the Power Hour here
0: on Planet Radio 106.7. Appreciate you waking up inside of the morning show here. Appreciate you listening or maybe watching along with our Power Hour. If you are watching on our Planet Radio Facebook page, uh, give the video a share. I would appreciate that. But we're coming to you live on the radio. 106.7, 106.7, also streaming audio at listentotheplanet.com. Also streaming audio on our app. If you don't have the app yet, you're out of the area, maybe you've got a vacation plan, you want to take Planet Radio with you, I'd, I'd like to go on vacation with you. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, and search for Listen to the Planet. and You can download the app for free. Also, iHeart and TuneIn Radio, you can go there and search for Listen to the Planet. And we are there as well. And Alexa, got to do this with Alexa. Enable the Planet Online skill. Ask Alexa to do that. You're going to hear the bing, and then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Got it? Don't say, Alexa, play Planet Radio, because you're going to get another Planet Radio somewhere around the country. Also, congrats again to our winners for Spank the Monkey tomorrow night. Over at Rock and Bowl the Lafayette, Paul Stott, Donna Everett, Cammie Young, Nicole Lopez, Heather Landry, Brian Vollmer, Lori uh, Miller, M e l e a r, Malar, Justin Holmes, Lance Doray, and Bonnie Pontiff. So uh, I will be shooting you a text message or an email, or something with all the details for tomorrow night. But if you didn't win, you still want to go. You still you still can go. Tickets are available if you want to buy them beforehand at Rock and Bowl's website, or you can get them at the door
1: Saturday night for Spank the Monkey. Are you willing to pay by palm? Use the palm of your hand to pay for your
0: items at the store. Amazon will launch a pay-by-palm technology at all Whole Foods stores by the end of the year. They, They have a scanner machine, and you would just scan your palm over the scanner machine, and you would pay for your items. Great technology or scary? What, what is it for you? Amazon One is a biometric technology that lets users enter and pay for items at stores by placing a palm over a scanning device. Shoppers first have to connect their palm to a stored credit card. After that, they can pay by simply waving their hand over the kiosk. The company first introduced this technology in its Cashier list stores. But later began adding it to Whole Food, uh, Whole Foods supermarkets. Amazon One is now is now in more than 200 Whole Foods locations, and the company said it will be available in all upscale grocers, roughly 500 stores in the coming months. So that's all. That's just for the fancy stores. You're saying? Amazon said Thursday it's seeing a growing demand for the technology with it recording 3 million users of Amazon One. Panera Bread began testing Amazon One at some of its stores earlier this year. And Coors Field, the baseball stadium in Denver. Back in May, they began letting attendees buy alcohol using the palm scanning device.
1: You know, I mean, I'm all about technology. You know, at least this is not like a
0: a chip or anything that's implanted into you, right? Like this is just uh, the palm of your hand. Like your palm is connected to your credit card and your account. But but still, still kind of scary. Almost like like scanning your face, you know, scanning your eye, scanning your retina. That technology, the palm paying technology, is coming.
1: You're in on it. Or not? 831 here on Planet Radio, 106.7.
0: Cocaine sharks? Is that a real thing? It could be. We had cocaine bear. which the movie was so bad, it was good. Uh, Didn't someone try to do a cocaine raccoon movie as well? Or maybe that's coming up. But according to this story, this is from foxnews.com, and there are a few other outlets that had stories about this. Cocaine sharks may be feasting on bales of drugs off the Florida coast. Why? Because large bricks of cocaine are often dumped at sea and then picked up by drug smugglers on boats. Marine biologist Tom Hurd wanted to examine whether the sharks have come into contact with drugs which is the subject of a documentary that will premiere on Discovery Channel Shark Week. And it's going to be called Cocaine Sharks. So I guess you're just trying to jump on the cocaine train. (laughs) The deeper story here, according to Mr. Hurd, is the way that chemicals, pharmaceuticals, and illicit drugs are entering our waterways, entering our oceans, and what effect
1: that they could go on to have on the delicate ocean ecosystem. Large bricks of cocaine from South and Central America have washed ashore on Florida's beaches for
0: decades. The huge bales are often dumped at sea and picked up by drug smugglers on boats. Mr. Hurd set off to to the Florida Keys to investigate where fishermen told tales of drug-addled sharks consuming the bales. During one dive, they found a hammerhead shark behave, behaving strangely. Dude was all, he was all jacked up And one experiment heard in the University of Florida, environmental scientist Tracy Finera created packages similar in size and appearance to real cocaine bales. They observed that sharks headed straight for the bales and they took bites from them. One shark grabbed the bale and swam off with it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're used to getting some of that cocaine, man. In another, they made a bait ball of highly concentrated fish powder, which would trigger a dopamine rush similar to the hit of a cocaine. The sharks apparently went wild. Again, this is from foxnews.com. And this is going to be part of a documentary that's going to be part of Shark Week. They don't have here. When, when is Shark Week? Let's see, Shark Week. I'm going to Google it real quick, 2023. July 23rd. Okay, so that's coming up on Sunday, 21st, 22nd. Yes, Sunday would be the 23rd. So you might want to watch that documentary, Cocaine Sharks, and it might be the real deal. I mean, it kind of looks legit. Did we win the war on drugs? I don't think we did, huh?
1: Remember we were, uh, like, that
0: was our indoctrination back in the 80s? Oh, crack is whack. Or was that just Whitney Houston? Remember all those anti-drug commercials? Remember with a, a frying egg, the hot pan? This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? That was First Lady Nancy Reagan's priority. You know, getting just say no, getting, you know, getting kids off of drugs, and the war on drugs. A lot of tax money was probably spent on the war on drugs. Did we win that war? Don't think so. Just just looking at things, just being real, just looking at things, that war was not won. At all. You know, they were dumping bales of cocaine uh, in the Gulf of Mexico back in the 80s, and it's still being dumped in 2023. And sharks are eating it. Sharks have been eating it for probably 30-something years. They're really the ones taking a bite out of crime. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, what else? Uh, Oh, uh, former President Donald Trump visiting Louisiana next week. Saw that on KLFY.com. He's going to make a stop in Metairie on Tuesday to raise funds for the 2024 presidential campaign that he is currently on. He's returning to Louisiana with locals Boise Bollinger and Joseph Kenazaro Can, to attend a private campaign fundraiser. An invitation to the event noted space is limited and that RSVPs would be accommodated on a first-come, first-served basis. How much does it cost to get in? They have a picture of the invitation here. $23,200 per person. It says per person, per couple. And then just won a single ticket. Looks like $3,300 to get in to this dinner. That's coming up next week. Also, our former, uh, sorry, our uh, real president. Right? uh, I'm not going to say real, current president. Joe Biden also made an announcement yesterday. And the Gulf of Mexico now open
1: and there's going to be tracks in the Gulf of Mexico for wind power. The first auction of offshore
0: leases for wind power development in the Gulf of Mexico will take place on August 29th. That will be tracks off Louisiana and the Texas coast. So that was announced yesterday. And it, it was announced something like this.
1: Today, we announced the first ever offshore wind sale.
0: In the Gulf of Mexico. We're going to the Gulf. Think I'm kidding. <laughs> Ain't seen nothing yet. Like that's that um, uh, that's that politician straight, straight politician talk. You, know, you get no reaction. All right, there you go, butter him up. Like he thought that he was probably gonna get this this roaring response. Woo! And he got nothing. So he had to, he had to uh, try to butter him up a little bit. Watch, this is this is how it went. Today, we announced the first ever offshore wind sale in the Gulf of Mexico. We're going to the Gulf. Crickets. I think I'm kidding. <laughs> ain't seen nothing yet. There might have been like six people there. But you know, that's just that, that politician talk. I ain't kidding. And, and if you notice that, uh, President Biden says that a lot. If he gets no response or he's trying to, trying to fire something up, I ain't kidding. I'm real. He might even whisper it. I ain't kidding. This is real. We're going to the Gulf. But we'll see what happens with this uh, wind power and the sail coming up in the Gulf of Mexico. Have you ever for, uh, forgotten a name?
1: Do you have a tactic when you forget someone's name? That's why I call everyone dude, because you can say, hey, dude, what's up?
0: And you say, you don't have to remember their name. Hey, dude, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, man, what's happening? But, you know, the worst part sometimes, and and, and I say the worst part, maybe sometimes the better part is when you have someone with you, because that could be an opportunity to remember that person's name. You could shake their hand. Hey, man, how you doing? This is my friend, John. And then John reaches his hand out to the person that you can't remember their name, and they say, oh, hey, man, Tim, how you doing? And then your head, damn, there's his name, Tim. But this story is from human communication research. How many times have you been introduced to someone only to forget their name immediately? Supposedly, this is a a goof-proof technique. Say that three times. When you meet someone new, say their name aloud right after they introduce themselves. Again, three minutes later, and then again, 10 minutes later, and then again, an hour or two later. And no matter when you see them again, their name will come right back to you. Researchers found that speaking the name aloud is like imprinting it in your brain. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good technique. Because that happens a lot. You forget someone's name. But if you have someone with you, try that. You forget their name. Hey, man, how you doing? This is so-and-so. I got, I got Chris with me. Chris sticks out his hand, shakes it. Oh, man, how you doing? I'm, I'm Jamie. Nice to meet you. Boom, Jamie. Or you could just call everybody dude like I do, and then you don't have to worry about anything. Did I tell you the story about the time I called someone dude in a, in a text? And he got mad at me. 60 years old man never been called dude and and because you gotta you know for for me personally if i'm sending an email if i'm sending a text you gotta watch for email text tone right because some people will will take the tone in a totally different direction than what you mean it so a lot of times in a text hey dude what's happening hey dude what's going on and try to try to lighten the mood a little bit and i just come out and say uh something like hey can i can i get that report today?
1: Because again, you, you just got You have to. You have to watch out that that tone, because they're going to take it the wrong way.
0: So, hey, dude, what's happening? How about that report coming by noon? See, to me, that's kind of softening the blow a little bit. I didn't know some people took they took effect. They, uh, they took offense to the word dude. My bad, dog. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't think that that happened also had another time i was working at uh big corporate radio station and ended up calling the like the senior vice president like the the dude that was underneath the ceo i called him dude and he brought it up he brought it up to the attention of like the sales manager and the general manager that we had locally we had a meeting to end the day sales manager was kind of recapping what happened for the day cuz we all had these one on ones with big sales manager and I guess in conversation, and, and I never let those kind of uh, meetings bother me. Like, I'm not nervous to go into a meeting with, with like someone higher than me. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I guess I'm, I'm comfortable in what, in, in what I do. I'm comfortable answering questions in my field. I'm comfortable with that. I'm, I am not scared of doing that. And I was comfortable with this guy. Was I going to let him scare me? Absolutely not, dude. I was putting my foot down first. And I guess so. And I didn't even realize I called him dude. And I guess just somewhere in the in the conversation that I like to keep casual. I I, yeah, dude. You know. And I I guess I said it. And uh, you know, I still worked there until they fired me for not getting the you know what in my you know what. But it was a funny story. Like you call you call one of the highest guys in the company, dude. Like I know, dude. I did. I did. And what? And. And what? Um, But dude's a good way. If you don't remember someone's name. Also this, reading from the book of Random this morning, if the average male never shaved in his entire life, his beard would be 13 feet long on the day he died. That's from the giant book of trivia. That would be that would be worse. To me, having a long beard, like you know, 10, 12, 13 feet, that would be worse than having long hair. Because that would get in the way, you'd have to braid it, you know, pin it up somehow. You know, you'd have to do something with 13 feet of beard. You'd have to wash that. Like, how does that, how does it get if you sit on the toilet, you got to put that over your shoulder if you'd have a long beard like that? That would just get in the way for me. But that's a reading from the Book of Random today. And it didn't say like how old. I guess maybe they went with the average age of death, which is what now, 75-ish, 78, somewhere around there. But could you imagine walking around with a 13-foot-long beard? Quick sports news. This was one of the big sports headlines. The NFL approved the sale of the Washington Commanders, what used to be the Washington Redskins. And also levied a $60 million
1: fine to the ex-owner. So there's a new ownership group
0: that takes over. And the previous owner, which is what, Mr. Snyder, that's his name, faces a $60 million fine from the NFL following an independent investigation finding workplace misconduct and financial improperties. Maybe that's why he was trying to, to sell the Commanders. Dude, they're going to get me on this. They're going to get me on the harassment. They're going to get me on these, these cooked books. I got to unload. But on Thursday, yesterday, all 32 NFL owners voted to approve the sale of the Washington Commanders to a group led by billionaire Josh Harris. He is the co-founder of Apollo Global Management. wonder if he owns Globo Gym, too. Uh, Mr. Harris is also the the majority owner of the NBA's Philadelphia 76ers and co-owns the NHL's New Jersey Devils. The commander's new ownership group includes basketball Hall of Famer, basketball great Magic Johnson, billionaire Mitch
1: Rails, who is a longtime sports business partner of Josh Harris. Daniel Snyder that's the, uh, was the previous owner of the Commanders. He and his wife, Tanya,
0: first purchased the team for a reported $750 million back in 1999. And the deal that just went down, $6 billion. <laughs> that's, a, that's a return on investment, right? $750 million, then you get $6 billion for it. And they want to find him 60 million. Dude's gonna pull 60 million out of his pocket. He's gonna pay for it in dollars. Oh, you wanna find me 60 million? And I'm not condoning if he did anything wrong, but he's gonna be like, here you go. Just take that, just take that off my uh, take that off my tab. But I'm ready for football season. High school football, college football. Also, we got NFL football coming up. That's gonna start next month. Very excited about that. Maybe you have a kid in high school, and maybe they're doing summer workouts, stuff like that.
1: It's almost that time. Also, this kind of an uh uh-uh story, another TikTok trend. What
0: is going on? What is happening? I I say that every day. Remember the Tide Pod challenge? Now there's a new
1: laundry-themed... TikTok challenge going on again. Has to do with borax.
0: People are posting videos claiming that they are consuming borax, which is the laundry additive, pesticide, household cleaner, herbicide, unclogging
1: drains, all that stuff.
0: Some are saying, doing the trend, that they're jumping on the borax train. It's unclear why people are doing this. But there are some alternative medicine claims about the benefits of the element boron, which can be found in certain foods. There are also uh, claims it could fight conditions like arthritis or osteoporosis. Borax does contain boron, but the product borax itself is a poisonous compound. If accidentally or intentionally swallowed, Causes nausea, oh my God, I can't read. Causes nausea, vomiting, and stomach irritation. Skin rashes can also occur. Sounds like just the uh, side effects of any drug these days, right? <laughs> ha, you got heartburn? Take Omzamia. Um, you might see a commercial for that. I just made that up. And then side effects skin rashes, stomach irritation, vomiting, nausea. So what's worse, dude, taking some borax or, or taking, a, uh, taking some kind of uh, pharmaceutical medicine? But, but it, it's serious. This borax thing, don't do it. Regularly consuming small doses can lead to tremors, seizures, male reproductive issues, kidney problems, larger
1: doses are, are lethal. If you consume any borax, you're supposed to call poison control immediately.
0: Not something you mess around with. I mean, do do kids just not know that you wouldn't want to put any kind of laundry, anything, detergent, powder? You wouldn't want to ingest that at all.
1: Gosh. New TikTok trend. Also this, what makes us happiest? That's a question
0: an organization of psychologists and physicians posed to 4,000 people in eight countries. What did they find out? What makes us happiest? Number one,
1: listening to music. Number two, doing the... Number three, shopping.
0: Number four, dining out. Number five, eating chocolate. Listening to music makes you happy. And we're going to get back to listening to some music here on Planet Radio 106.7, your station for 90s and 2000s rock. Wanted to remind you of our weekend shows. Do that on Friday. I mean, I, I remind you during the week, but I also want to remind you every Friday. So we got some great shows on the weekend here on Planet Radio. Tomorrow morning, the 90s Rock Rewind at 10 o'clock. I do that show. Thanks to Cajun Coatings and also my guy, Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy at Acadiana Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. What's the 90s rock rewind about? Well, I pick a year from the 90s. And then I look at the alternative rock chart from whatever week we're in and count down the top 11, 12 songs for the week. However many I can put in the hour, that's however many you get. And I believe tomorrow morning, we're going to go back to the year 1995. Last week, we did 1998, and I believe Goo Goo Dolls were number one. But we're going back to this week in 1995. Where were you? And then also Saturday nights at 7 o'clock. If you dig emo and pop punk, you got to check out my guy, Hunter DeBlanc. He has Saturdays, S-A-D, Saturdays, because the whole emo thing, right? Sad, sadness. I'm so sad. But that's a great show, too, especially if you like emo, pop-punk, music like that. Uh, you got to check out Saturdays. And on Sunday, oh, and by the way, thanks to J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist with V.E. Roofing, for powering Saturdays. Then on Sunday, we have the Hangover Cafe. That's with Nick. Remember that show? Yep, it's back. Been having it for a while. Had it when it had just the online station, The Planet. And then now that we have the FM station, Planet Radio. We continued the Hangover Cafe. So that's from 10 until noon every Sunday, the lighter side of the planet. Then also we have some other shows you're very familiar with every Sunday night. From 6 until 7, it's our local show with Seth, now called The Loud Hour. That's also brought to you by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist with V.E. Roofing. So if you're into the local music scene, you want to see what's happening in the local music scene, Seth has all the information for you every Sunday night at 6. And then if you're into metal, if you're into the hard stuff, if you're into getting your face melted off, Ty will do that for you every Sunday night at 8. That's the Grindhouse. And it's all brought to you by Dulos Tattoo, the tattoo shop. So that's our weekend shows. Got some great ones for you. And then, you know, in between that, we got great 90s and 2000s rock. So, maybe you're hanging out this weekend, cutting the grass, you're washing the car tomorrow morning, uh, maybe hanging out by the pool, whatever. Maybe you're staying inside and you don't want to go outside because it's hot as hell. You, know, you can listen to Planet Radio. And you can do it on the radio. Remember, 106.7. Put the app on your iPhone, your Android. The app's also uh, Google Play and Android Auto enabled. Go to the App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet and put the app on your iPhone. Also, Alexa, if you have an Alexa device, enable the Planet Online skill, then say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. So wrapping up the power hour for today. Got one more hour left inside of the entire morning show here. Thanks to Mandez's and also thanks to Motor City. 1111, Arthur University in Lafayette, MotorCityLA.com, that is their website. Green Day, also got, what else we got? Pearl Jam. Going to do nine inch nails. We got the refreshments. We got audio slave and more. It's all coming up. Planet Radio 106.7.